and welcome to Here's a Johnny's Reviews, the movie review podcast that all slice and dice or praise and hype a movie. Each and every month there's a thing, and as it's October, I thought I would do Haunted House Movies, which is my look at the Haunted House franchise, all three of them, Ghostbusters 1984, the Halloween 2018, and today's movie, Sleepy Hollow. Okay, technically, the latter... Uh, aren't haunted house movies, but this is my podcast, so fucking there. Anyway, this movie, which is based off a Washington Irving story that took six years to get made, uh, first going into production back in 1993, however, it was finally put into production in 1998. So we have this darkly comedic horror. I saw this twice in cinema back in 1999, as this movie is right up my alley. Plus, Tim Burton was, at the time, my favourite director, or one of many. Plus, Legend of Sleepy Hollow was one of the favourite ghost stories as a kid. Mostly filmed in Britain, with a hammer horror flair, and with some iconic British actors. Let's just ride that demon horse into battle and dive into Sleepy Hollow. With its $70 million budget, this thing pulled in $204 million. Starring Johnny Depp, Christina Ricci, Miranda Richardson, Chris, uh, oh, Christopher Walken, Michael Gambon, Richard Griffiths, Michael Goth, E. McDermott, Jeffrey Jones, Casper Van Dien, and Sir Christopher Lee. Jesus, that's a long fucking cast. Directed by Tim Burton. The plot, a police constable, Ichabod Crane, is sent from New York City to upstate New York to a little town called Sleepy Hollow, where... He must investigate the deaths of the town folk who are terrorised by a headless horseman. Crane doesn't believe in ghost stories until one night he sees the hellspawn for himself. Now out of his mind with fear, he must face his demons and indeed face the headless horseman. With help from a few brave town folk, can he solve the murders or will he lose his head? Find out here. So the movie opens up on four blood red drips of wax as it's used to seal the last will and testament of one of the town's elders. The will is sealed and out goes into the cold night the owner of said will. He being town elder Peter Van Garrett, played uncredited by the late great Martin Landau. His carriage drives past a scarecrow in a cornfield. Said scarecrow is Jack Skeleton's form before turning into Jack, i.e. Pumpkin Jack, from A Nightmare Before Christmas. Uh, check my archives. Seconds later, the carriage driver loses his head to the headless horseman. Van Garrett sees us and runs for his life through the cornfields. After running into the scarecrow, he himself loses his head at the hands, or indeed the sword, of the headless horseman. With a splash of blood on Pumpkin Jack's face, it cuts to New York City circa 1799. And here's a Introduction to Ichabod Crane, played by Johnny Depp, of Nick Elm Street, Edward Scissorhands, Ed Woods, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, From Hell, Paris of the Caribbean movies, Children of Chocolate Factory, and Alice in Wonderland movies. My God. <clears throat> he's playing a cookie off the wall character. Hey, it's Johnny Depp, go fucking figure. Who thinks he's on the ball when he, in truth, he's actually a bloody well covered, afraid of absolutely bloody everything. We see him fishing out a long dead body from the docks of the Hudson River. He calls for help as two unnamed policemen run to his side, cut to him in court, as he faces down Judge Bargo Master. 
played by the late, great Sir Christopher Lee. Famous for playing Hammer's Dracula. Check my archives, by the way. I love the chair he's sitting in. It has eagle wings behind it. It looks like he has bat wings. Pretty cool set, actually. I love the sets in this entire movie. The sets are fantastic. I mean, this is where the money went to. After Crane talks back one time too many, the good judge sends him upstate to Sleepy Hollow to investigate the killings of the Van Garrett uh, family and his maid, I believe. A note, the Iron Maiden, like Street Jacket, used to hold a prisoner. Crane is defending. Depp actually kept it at his home for weird fucking reasons. Did I mention Johnny Depp's a bit of a fucking freaky dicky weirdo? Finally, after seven minutes, up pops the titles as Crane is rode to Sleepy Hollow from New York via horse and carriage, which apparently takes three days. As Danny Elfman's score plays, and I've got to say, this sounds awful lot like Catwoman's theme in Batman Returns. Again, check my archives. Crane looks through his handwritten notebook to all the weird and wonderful gadgets he has made for himself to detect, quote, the truth of a crime, as he has written. And note, heading into Sleepy Hollow was the only part actually filmed in Sleepy Hollow. The rest of it is in England. Arriving at Sleepy Hollow, Crane heads straight to the main townhouse. And note, this entire town of Sleepy Hollow, including the woods, was three huge sound stages in England. Everything was real and purposely built. It took over three months. Everything lived on set, including pigs, sheep and woodland creatures. Because Burton wanted this whole thing to have a natural, organic, living feel. I love the fact this whole town has a blue hue filter put on top of it. Was that just a great British weather? Hmm. It really makes the blood pop. Arriving in a Minton house, Crane is kissed by a blindfolded Katrina Van Tassel, played by Christina Ritchie of Adam's Family Movies, Mermaids, Casper, Small Soldiers, Monster, Cursed Speed Racer, and Lizzie Borden Chronicles. She's playing a Halloween game called The Pickety Witch, where she is blindfolded and has spun around and must kiss the first person she grabs. Therefore, she kisses Crane. This pisses off her boyfriend, Brom Van Brunt, played by Castle Van Dian of the Starship Trooper movies, Tarzan, The Pact, and a boatload of these cheap-ass Asylum straight-to-tape fucking movies, plus a boatload of corn and cheese. Guys, fucking could have went downhill fast, Christ. If he's such a jealous, possessive twat, then why the fuck did he allow his fiancée or girlfriend to play this bloody well game? Anyway, Crane asked to see Baltus Van Tassel, as he's the town elder owner of this grand house. He is played by Michael Gambon of Toys, Mary Riley, Gosford Park, Harry Potter movies, Omen Remake, check my archives, Elder School Games, and Kingsman The Golden Circle. In he walks along with his wife, Lady Van Tassel, played by Manager Richardson of Blackadder 2, The Crying Game, Chicken Run, Harry Potter movies, and Good Omens, the Amazon TV show, which is actually quite good. Give it a watch. After introductions are over, he's asked to stay in the house where he's shown to the guest room in the attic. Why the fuck's a guest room in the attic is beyond me. Later that evening, he heads to the study to be introduced to the town elders, a doctor, Thomas Lancaster, played by E. McDermott of the Star Wars movies, check my archives, Reverend Steenwick, played by Jeffrey Jones of Howard the Duck, coming soon, Barbie, Beetlejuice, check my archives, The Hunt for the October, Stay Tuned, Ed Wood, and the Deadwood TV series. Magistrate Phillips, 
played by the late Richard Griffins of What Dill and I, a good two and a half Harry Potter movies, and Hugo, and finally, not, oh God, I can't fucking say this word right, Notary, Notary, ah, yeah, there we go, Notary, played, sorry, Notary Hardenbrook, played by the late Michael Goff of the Batman movies, again, I check my archives, God, why can't I say Notary for crying out loud, <clears throat> moving on. I love the fact that these are all supposed to be Dutch, yet they're all British. Not Willem has a Dutch accent. <laughs> Dear God. With the introductions over, Crane walks around the room to explain why he's been sent, i.e. the Van Garrett killings. After showboating, he's cut off by Reverend Steinwick, who coldly tells Crane the heads were not found at all, just the bodies. Here, he has then told the story of the Herdless Horseman, which of course Crane doesn't believe, saying there's murders in New York without the help of ghouls and goblins. Mm-hmm. In a flashback story, we finally see the Headless Horseman, played by Christopher Walken, in all his best eye-swirling acting, and he doesn't say a word in his only grunts, and not. Walken couldn't even ride a horse, so all the scenes with him on a horse is a fake mechanical horse. The same one used in the, I think it was a 60s westerns, apparently. But they just fixed the mechanical bits of it and BOOM! We have a fire-breathing horse. Also, when not walking, the Headless Horseman is actually Ray Park of Star Wars fame. That night, as CGI fingers come out of the mist to turn out the lights, the one lone Night Watchman is killed by the Headless Horseman. He, he is a Jonathan Masbeth. Are played by Mark Spaulding. He's chased down by a headless horseman and quickly loses his head. And I love the blood and gore in this. It's so crisp and bright. It is very hammer horror. The next morning, Crane is giving a horse a gunpowder. And note, Depp kept this horse after filming when he found out it was going to get put down. Into the booty right to the murder scene. Here, Crane pulls out his experimental equipment to do tests on the body, finding out the head was removed in one foul swoop, with hellfire as it cauterised the wounds. There's not a drop of blood on the sight tower. Hmm. With that, the body is then buried. God, that was quick. And we meet Master Maysbeth, played by Mark Pickering. And he swears to Crane he won't leave his sight until his father's murder is solved. Crane says no until Maysbeth says he has no one else as his mother is dead also. Magistrate Phillips tells Crane there was five victims, not four. Five people and four graves. With that, Crane digs up all of the graves. Upon digging up the fourth grave, he finds it is a woman, the Widow Winship, who had a sword wound to the stomach or the gut. So this Widow Winship is, what exactly? The maid to the Van Garrets? I mean, it's not to explain who the hell she is cut to the start of Burton spraying Depp in the face with fake blood. I swear to God, he used about a gallon or stuff on this poor guy. As Crane orders an autopsy, this doesn't sit well with the townsfolk. As Crane cuts into the body, he is sprayed in the face with bright red blood. Once done, he tells the town elders one ship was pregnant. Later at night, while riding home alone, Crane is attacked by the headless horseman, getting hit in the face with a lit Pumpkin. And God, the CGI in this bit is fucking piss poor. Not to worry, however, it's not the real headless horseman, but Braun playing a trick on Crane for kissing his girlfriend. What a complete fucking dick. Crane then faints in fear, the first of many, many times he does so. He dreams of his mother, played by Lisa Marie, Tim Burton's then wife. 
Seems she was a witch but put to death in an Iron Maiden when Crane was younger. Young Crane is played by Sam Fior. Hence why he hates blood and is a coward. Because his mother bursts out of the Iron Maiden and showers Young Crane in blood. And my god, the CGI blood is fucking terrible on us. Awakening from his nightmare, he finds Katrina reading books of witchcraft in her study. Here she tells Crane every family in Sleepy Hall is linked either by blood or manage. And my god, that's a pretty shallow fucking gene pool. She explains the Van Garretts gave her father land years earlier and now they're one of the richest families in town. She then hands him a book of spells saying it'll protect him. He scoffs but takes the book from her. With that, she takes him to a burned out ruins of a small cottage. In the suit, she starts to draw patterns. This triggers something in Crane's memories as he just walks off. He then hands her a card on string with a bird on one side and a cage on the other side. And when it's spun, it looks like the bird is trapped in a cage as perception is not reality, blah, 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 blah. Later at night, Crane spies on all the town elders arguing, then follows the magistrate out to the fields where the headless horseman comes to claim his head. Again, Crane faints and spot another skeckle dressed as Pumpkin Jack. Days later, Crane is hiding in his attic bedroom in a mortal fear. He then rants at the Van Tassels. Sorry, rants to the Van Tassels about seeing the horseman who then faints yet again. I swear to fucking god, all he does is faint. Cue yet more flashbacks of his mother using magic and his father, a judge, killing her when he finds out. He awakens from his nightmare. Crane is now has a purpose to search the haunted western woods that no one will go into, but Masbeth and Katrina. In the woods, they find the horseman's grave under the tree of the dead, said to be a gateway to hell. Also, on the search, they find an old blind witch, who is also played by Manda Richardson. She does her best mask impersonation, and she uses magic and really bad CGI to tell Crane where the uh, where the headless horseman is and how to stop him, i.e. return his head. Upon finding the tree, Crane hacks into it using a small axe, finding red liquid, which he thinks is sap, but it's really blood. Yet more fake blood sprayed on Depp's face. After finding the missing head, he digs up the grave and finds the body is missing a head. The gateway opens and out flies the horseman on his horse. Crane gives chase, but loses the horseman as, back in town, Braun and his men are on patrol. The midwife, her husband and son are next. First to die is stable manager Killian, played by Stephen Waddington, who after a quick fight is killed. Next is his wife, the town midwife, Beth, played by Claire Skinner, who after hiding her son under the floorboards, foolishly takes on the horseman. Said son is Thomas, played by Sean Stevens, who after the mother's decapitated head bounces in front of him, he's ripped out from under the floorboards and took it away to be killed. With his task over, the horseman heads back into the woods. Too bad, Braun takes him on and is halved in two. And I've got to say, I love the gore in this scene, as Braun takes on uh, the headless horseman with only two small sickles. And note, Van Dian done this fight scene himself and broke his finger on the first hit from the gigantic bloody sword. Apparently popped it back in and it was fine. Crane tries to save Braun, but it's no good. Braun is too pig-headed and dies. Crane is stabbed in the shoulder and left for dead. 
And by the way, this is a Hellfire sword. It shouldn't have sliced a like fucking a warm knife through butter sort of thing. Moving on. Back in his attic room, the doctor says his wound is all but healed, but he should be dead. Like it says, cauterizing fucking sword. As downstairs, Katrina is brewing up some sort of magic potion. She's a white but she's see. Hmm, interesting. In his ramblings, Crane tells the doctor the horseman is a hitman and doesn't kill at random. On drinking Katrina's magic potion, he then falls asleep to yet another flashback of his mother's death at the hand of her husband's husband rather, who puts her an iron maiden. It opens up as blood pours out along with the body and it sprays all over young Ichabod. He's awake and tells Katrina his mother was a witch. The next morning, he awakes to find Lady Van Tassel tending to him, adding the town is all but empty, as of all ran away in fear. Except there's a town meeting a little bit later and there's about fucking 60 people there, so mm, go figure. Crane now has the strength to piece it all together, the puzzle of Sleepy Hollow, as young Masbeth looks on bored and indeed puzzled. Looking up the van Garrett's family tree, Crane puts all together. He then drags Master Maysbeth to the notary, notary office, I can't fucking say that word, to find the Van Garrett will. Luckily, within seconds they find it handy that since this fucking office is fucking 40 ceiling paperwork and there's paperwork scattered over a bloody place but they find it in seconds. Uh, in the will, Van Garrett names the widow Winship as the sole heir. Now she's dead, the money falls to Baltus Van Tassel. As back in the main townhouse, Crane finds Katrina has cleaned up his room. As in Crane's notebook, she finds she has written the secret conspiracy points to Baltus. With that, she leaves. A spider freaks out Crane as it crawls under a bed. So young Masbeth moves it to show a five-pointed star. That night, Crane and Nasbeth follow a hooded person into the woods, where he sees Lady Van Tassel having sex with the good old reverend. She marks him, and indeed he's next. Returning to his room, he finds the one piece of evidence is a missing, as Katrina is burning it in the cottage fireplace. Because this guy's a fucking idiot. He has the one piece of evidence and just leaves it there, unlocked and... Uh, ridiculous. This ending, it completely falls to pieces. This The movie is good for the first three quarters of it, but the last quarter, it falls to fucking pieces. Crane confronts her, but she lays on the guilt trip pretty thick, so he backs off. Well, it's too late anyway, as you have no fucking evidence, you idiot. She rides off, cursing his name. As back in the townhouse, Lady Van Tassel tells Crane she knows he followed her and saw what she did last night. In walks Lord Van Tassel to tell them both the notary is dead. He hung himself, handy that. Also, the good reverend has called a town meeting. As like I said, not a few hours earlier, did Lady Van Tassel say the town was empty, but there's about a fucking hundred people at this place, but moving on. <sighs> that night, the good reverend is next. He thinks he's safe inside the church, as evil can't cross onto holo, uh, holy ground. Uh, for fuck's sake. Holy ground, I can't fucking speak. WRONG! As out of the woods, the horseman, quote-unquote, kills Lady Van Tassel. Lord Van Tassel runs to the church as the horseman stalks outside. The good doctor spills his guts to Lord Van Tassel. However, the reverend kills him with a cross blow to the head. A gigantic fucking wooden cross blow to the bloody well head. And apparently, he hit Ian McDermott so hard, he actually gave him a mild concussion. 
Seeing this, Lord Van Tassel shoots the reverend dead. As outside, the horseman uses a fencing force to spear and lampoon Lord Van Tassel. He drags him outside and cuts his head clean off. Upon seeing this, Katrina faints. Quinn notices she's been drawing protection spells patterns. However, he thinks she's the one that's controlled the horseman. Because he's a fucking idiot. Back in the townhouse, Crane wishes her peace and then lets her to sleep. A surprise! It was Lady Van Tassel all along, who would have thunk? As Crane leaves town, he looks inside at the spell book Katrina gives him, finding out the five-pointed star is actually a protection spell. Meanwhile, Katrina is attacked by her wicked stepmother. And God, how fucking lame is that? Like I said, this ending just makes the movie fall to bloody well pieces. Lady Van Tassel takes Katrina to the old windmill in town to kill her. And note, this windmill was actually real, five stories high, and each of the four sails weighed over two tons each. Crane rides to the windmill to rescue Katrina, who is getting the Bond villain mono treatment as to why Lady Van Tassel did it. She seems... She lived in a small cottage just outside town, and when her dad died, Dylan would tossed him out, as her mother was indeed a witch. Therefore, that's the same house that Katrina Van Tassel lived in, I'm guessing, because it's not so clear. She was a young girl who was in the woods when she saw the headless horseman getting killed, so she sold her soul to Satan so he can control the horseman. Now, 20 years later, she does and is using him to kill everybody in town so she can become rich. What the fuck? Now, see, I haven't seen this movie in a good 15 years, but what the fuck? This ending is goddamn bloody ridiculous. Anyway, Masbeth saves Katrina. They both run as the evil stepmother laughs. The horsemen arrive, just as Crane does. And this movie rips off Frankenstein's entire ending as the windmill explodes. They get away just in time as Crane runs to his carriage. Too bad Horseman isn't dead and gives chase. Crane holds the Horseman at bay uh, because I have no idea how the fuck this bit works. They're fighting on top of the, the carriage and he pulls out his little medical bag and that stops a sword bore for some reason. Kidding. Uh, because they have to find out what the lady, what's her name, fucking the evil stepmother has the head and da 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 da. This was a fucking this bit here. <clears throat> anyway, one thing I can say is apparently Johnny Depp did this own stunt fighting himself and could have been dragged behind a bloody horse and carriage. The carriage crashes, flipping over a tree stump. Luckily, they stop right next to his grave. Handy that. And the evil stepmother rides in. Also fucking very handy that. <sighs> evil stepmother shoots Crane dead, but he isn't dead. Just as Katrina was going to get her head cut off by the headless horseman, Crane comes back to life and gets the head away from the stepmother and throws it to the horseman who kills the stepmother and kisses her, dragging her back to hell. What the fuck? It also seems the spell book was the exact place where the evil stepmother shot. Handy that. You'll never guess what. Crane faints again. With that, they all head back to New York and live happily ever after. Barf! As credits roll on this fucking wonky ending. So that was Sleepy Hollow, a camp cheesy OTT Gorthest that's let down by its last 20 to 25 minutes. Depp's crane worked my last fucking nerve. His fainting shtick was grating to say the bloody well least. The effects are late 
90s CGI. The acting is B-movie heaven. The script is funny, but that last 20 or so minutes is a lame as a duck. So for that, it gets... I was going to give it 7 minutes. I'm on thinking back. It gets a 6 out of 10. Like I says, the last half of this movie or third of this movie is fucking terrible. Still, come back next week for my fourth year podcast special as I look at Ghostbusters 84. Then my Halloween special is Halloween 2018. November is Night of Movies and December is End of the World of Movies. So forget to like, share, comment and subscribe. Also follow me on Twitter at Here's a Johnny's a Pod. And email me move suggestions to Here's a Johnny's Reviews at gmail.com. Check out my other horror franchise podcasts of House, Hellraiser, Underworld, Prana and more. Also my solo ones of The Fog, A Prince of Darkness, Monster Dog, Vamp and many more. Also, check out my second podcast, the Schlocky Horror Podcast Show, on Anchor, where I and my co-host look at the best of the bad, all things B to Z. Now remember, I watch these bad movies so you don't have to. Eh, bye. Now, don't wash your head over this. <laughs>